everyone, and welcome to Televisions, the podcast, an audio companion to the Televisions website, and a show made by Anglophiles for Anglophiles. I am Lacey Bogger-Milas, and I'm the editor here at whatever this is, and joining me as always is my co-host, Miss Hattie Bundle. Uh, hello. Hello. How are you today? Uh, I'm tired. I don't know what it is, like... I feel like 2020 took like three years to pass and now like 2021 is just like flying by at a speed that makes me uncomfortable. So I don't know. I don't know what day it is. Everything feels very rushed and weird. I want to go back to my nice cave. Um, my, I, I have to say uh, 2021 has been quite nice. My husband has gone back to work. Um, he Yay! is for once not here when I am recording, and let me tell you, he is probably very pleased um, to not actually have to listen to one half of a conversation that doesn't make any sense. Oh, does he listen to the show? Putting, uh, no, putting Rob on spot. No, no, no Rob just Rob never. See if he listened yeah. to the show, he would get both halves of the conversation, wouldn't he? Yes, yes, he would, but he does not. He's not a podcast person, um, in general. Like he just doesn't listen to podcasts. Um, he only recently got into li- watching YouTube videos, and mostly they're cooking and barbecue videos. It's yeah. Uh, I will say that uh, I've never gotten like I don't. I like look at YouTube if I need to like see a movie trailer, but like people who watch, I I love all of you who do this, but I just like YouTube is not like a content distribution method that I can sit and watch a lot of things on. Take that, Google. My 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 not quite teenage nieces watch it constantly. I use it as a jukebox. That is very what the youths do. Okay. Um. All right. So uh, apparently, like they use it as music too. I don't know. Anyway, before I get into my like Gen X versus all the other lesser <laughs> generations, let us change the subject. We are. I would like to say at the start of the show that I am very sad that uh, Carmen Crowen, our our regular contributor was who's doing the recaps for this show was supposed to join us today to talk about us on masterpiece and i feel like i have to say the title as us on masterpiece because if you google it any other way you will never find it um and she has read the book like when she found out that um the show was coming to the lineup this summer she like her hand like shot up to do the recap she like loved the book she loves all of this and i wish she was here because i would like her to tell me why (laughs) Okay, you know, I don't think I hated this show quite as much as you. I mean, I don't even think I hated it. I don't think that I, like, engaged enough with it to, like, hate it. But it is not... It was was a slog. Let's put it that way. Okay. I have watched... I have put a lot worse things in my eyeballs. Freely admit that. Um, But Us was uh, some work to get through. Okay, well, why do we tell the uh, this? Uh, us is actually um, us on masterpiece, and yes, I feel like I should say it that way too, because otherwise you might think we're talking about you know the 2019 movie or this is oh, us. Very or, different. Yeah, very um, different. I, I found also that <laughs> that that us BBC uh, miniseries was also very useful for like trying to find this. Um, I don't know anywhere. Um, anyway, so it's based on a a, a book with by the same name of us. Uh, by English author David Nichols, um, and he's actually the one who did the the four screen ap- adaptation, which is kind of it's less unusual than it used to be, but it's still kind of unusual for the author to actually be the one to also like write the script. Um, it's and basic- sometimes that's good, and sometimes that isn't. A lot of times, authors have a very like anti kill your darlings kind of vibe, so they don't do a lot of the heavy editing that that the sort of stuff 
sometimes needs to bring a book to a screen, bring a book to the screen. But um, having not read the book, I cannot comment on that here. Although I was surprised to learn that this two-part show was actually a four-part show, masquerading as a two-part show. Um, we would. I, I actually, I, I do want to get to that. But before we get to that, the uh, the series is basically about this married couple, the Petersons, um, and uh, Douglas and Connie, and they're basically they've been married for like twenty twenty, well, just about twenty years. Um, and their their son Albie is uh, about to go to uni for art, and he's leaving home. And so to sort of celebrate, you know, slash mark the occasion slash, you know, uh, basically have a one last hurrah. Like like well off people rite of passage sort of. Yeah. uh, Douglas decides that he that the family should go on like a basically a a trip of Europe and, and, and basically go on like an extended holiday. And just before they leave, like a few days beforehand, Connie wakes up and goes, you know what? I think I want a divorce. I mean timing girl. Yeah. And so like it's sort of the the uh there there's sort of a debate whether or not the uh the the holiday should go on. First Doug wants to, you know, cancel because of course he does because I mean, what's he supposed to do? Plaster a smile on and pretend they're not getting divorced? Um but Connie sort of says, "No, no, no, we should do this. We should still do this cuz it's important. And it's also important because you and Albie haven't connected and you need to like be con- you need to like sort of like at least have like this time together as father and son before he goes away and starts to become an adult. And in the I mean, end, I would like to interject yeah. here that anytime you argue that you should do something quote for the children, mm-hmm. it is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. So, of course, this is a disaster holiday. Um, and it basically then we spend the next, I guess, three and a half hours. It takes about, it takes about half an hour for them to get on the road. And then we spend the next three and a half hours of the show on holiday and this holiday of a lifetime traveling Europe. And we go places like Paris and we go to Amsterdam and um, Barcelona. And I mean, let me tell you something. Venice. Venice. As, as Venice just looked really pretty. As someone who really, really misses traveling to Europe every year yes. because... Yeah, this is, if nothing else, and I mean nothing else, if you can't stand the characters, you can't stand the story, you can't stand any of the other stuff, just physically watching it, it's so beautiful. Like, oh my God, right, I want to go back there. Oh, I can't wait until we actually can fly across the pond again. Oh yeah, no, that's totally like, yeah, I was totally having that. And in fact, I feel like this um, This aired on the BBC in 2020 um, in, in the middle of one of the lockdowns. And I feel like that part of its popularity was the sort of, ability to sort of virtually go on vacation with these people even if these people are having a terrible vacation and they're kind of not the greatest human beings to go on vacation with in general um yeah so um the thing about this show and this is the thing that got me the most is it's supposed to be funny like it's, I did not laugh at this show once, like not one time. I, it took me about three quarters of the way through to suddenly realize that all of this cringing I was doing and all of this like forehead slapping I was doing, I was supposed to be laughing. And it, it, when, when, it when it finally hit me that I was supposed to be laughing, I was like, man, this show just missed me totally, didn't it? Um, and Isn't that- it funny that he like stepped on a jellyfish and had a heart attack? LOL. <laughs> Actually, no, by that, uh, that's, that, that's the uh, fourth, quote unquote, fourth episode, end of second episode. Um, that part I don't think is really supposed to be funny. But like when he runs away, okay, so 
Albie has this girlfriend um, who is a cat, who's this kind of busker, not she she is very much not of the white middle class milieu of his family. And it's sort of he's she's sort of a rebellion a little bit. Uh, it's played by a, a, a Taddy Graham, uh, Teddy Graham from a from the irregulars. She's lovely in this. But there's a moment where um, she's arrested, uh, basically like, uh, you know, Douglas, of course, fails at all places to like you know bond with his son and Albie and Cap basically like disappear on them and so he's like wandering around Europe um basically the wife goes home Connie goes home and Douglas is wandering around Europe trying to find Albie and Cat he finds Cat not Albie just Cat and she's busking and then i think this this was in Venice and they get arrested well, she gets arrested because she's illegally busking, and then he gets arrested because he tries to defend her because he feels like he's supposed to. And then he tells her, okay, we're going to run. One, two, three. And he starts to run, and she just stands there with the cops at her. I'm like, what are you doing? And he like realizes that, like, nope, nope, I guess I'm being arrested. I did not realize that the uh, Italian police were so militant. They were just <laughs> like, nope, we're arresting everyone. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was... It, uh, I just... <sighs> The thing I just uh, yeah, there's okay. so much about this show that you we first. could talk about. Um, I have two two thoughts. Well, I have many more than two thoughts, but I will start with these two. Number one, um, I think the way that you react to these characters in the show is going to depend a lot about whether you personally are a Douglas or a Connie. And like, are you the person who is kind of type A and plans things and does the stuff that you're supposed to do and 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 enjoys like being, you know, I'm a tourist. I'm going to go do tourist things. And that's fine because it's why I'm here. Like I'm in Paris. I'm going to go see the Mona Lisa because, you know, that's what you do in Paris. And like. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. I think this, I'm not sure if this means that I am a Douglas or I married a Douglas, but um, like that's, is totally fine. Like you don't, one of the things that irritated me the most about Connie is that she's one of those people who seems to think that like, like having fun and being spontaneous is something you can like plan. And she's like, no, no, I want to do like, there's a point where they're in Amsterdam or Belgium or somewhere. And and uh, Albie, and I'm just trying to pick, I, the whole time I was like, wow, if I had like this happening with my mother, because they're supposed to go to like the Anne Frank house or something. And instead of going to the Anne Frank house, Albie decides that he would like to go to a hash bar with his girlfriend and his parents, or actually not his parents, really his girlfriend. But Connie decides that it would definitely be more fun and edgy to go to this hash bar instead of going to the Anne Frank house. Uh, Douglas, of course, is like, WTF, I'm not doing drugs with my son because, you know, boundaries, people, some boundaries are okay. Um, And for me, that whole scene really crystallized the problem that I had with Connie is that she strikes me as a person who thinks that she can sort of, I don't know, recapture some feeling she had in her youth just by like trying to act like a young person. Which is not, like, she seems very forced, like, no, no, we could go, it'll be cool to do drugs with our son. Um, Which was just really, like, a lot for me. And it makes her very unlikable because she seems to, like... Has anybody ever seen this cartoon? And I know that over the past, like, four or five years, it's gotten a lot of play, but it's a cartoon of a little cartoon blob man. 
And he is standing in his nicely ordered house and he's like, I want something different. And then he like pulls out a baseball bat and like there's like a little panel of I'm making a gesture like, oh, disarray. Everything is like thrown around. And then he's like, oh, no. So like I feel to me, she feels like one of those people who really wants change for change's sake because she thinks it makes her more interesting. But she doesn't actually or like when she gets that change, it's not what she wanted because she's chasing after something she doesn't have anymore. And I feel bad for, I think Douglas is like, Douglas is extremely annoying, but I also feel bad for him in that there are, here's my second thought. The, the show also incorporates a bunch of flashbacks to show us sort of how like Douglas and Connie got together, which is sort of cute. Like the actors who play young Douglas and Connie are very capable and charming, but I'm like every problem that they had as a couple is glaringly apparent from their first flashback together. And I'm just like, girl, you've been married to this man for a quarter century. I'm not sure why you thought he was going to become a different person now. Like there's their whole, like every argument they have in the younger flashbacks is about like, she wants to go out and have fun and be spontaneous with her artsy friends. And he like wants to go home and be, you know, not doing that. Cause he's a scientist and she's a free spirit. And it's just really tiresome. Like, so, I don't know why we're supposed to feel bad for their marriage disintegrating when, like, the, the show seems to be doing nothing so much except teaching me they never should have been together in the first place. Okay. So, first of all, um, regarding the flashbacks, um, first of all, I loved the flashbacks. I Actually, they were well, my- you would. Your boy, your boy is young Douglas. Yeah, yes. I, I love Ian DeKester. Uh, he's really hot in this, and he is, you know, exactly the sort of perfect- like nerd boyfriend that I would have totally gone for at that time. Um, But that's not the point. The point is that um, this is watching us reminded me of this is us, the American show that I have to cover here in the States for my regular day job um, as part of writing at elite daily. Um, This is us does, does this thing where they basically have like, it's it's one family. It's their it, it, it's all about their life, and it's interpolated of different timelines and what happened in the past in, informs the present. And you always whatever the flashbacks are are always like pointedly There's like lots of unsubtle metaphors. Yeah, lots of unsubtle. And 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 us, I felt like was a. A, a lesser version of this. It was definitely trying to do this, including with the the way that the uh, the transitions happened, where like you know, young Douglas will ask a question, and old Connie will answer now in 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 the present uh, regarding their vacation when it really doesn't answer the question that he was asking back in the past. And I, I felt very much like that was sort of one of the. This is this is not the only show that has done this, by the way, um, because this is us is so popular. Like Netflix has a, a version of it called Firefly lane um this this whole sort of timeline like playing with timelines kind of thing is we discussed this during the serpent is kind of a popular thing to sort of do that um and i i i i felt very much like us was sort of and i i had joked before i'd watched us that you know i'm I'm watching this is us without the this is and actually kind (laughs) of kind of oh i was right damn um but anyway uh the, the the other thing about this that really got me, and this is, first of all, I, I would like to state that I clearly must be a Connie because I have never seen the Mona Lisa and I have been to France many times. 
every time I look at the line, I don't. She is co- she is correct though. It's a lot smaller than you think it. Should it really be. is. Like I've seen it from like I've seen it from like like a sort of a ways away. But I take one look at the line every time I have walked in and go. You know what? I could see the rest of the Louvre, or I could see the Mona Lisa. I'll be seeing the rest of the Louvre. Um, you know, I just that's just me. Um, so I feel like very much that I am I am not a Douglas in this. I am much more of a Connie. If you if if we're sort of defining it that way. That being said, I felt very much like this was the story of a mediocre white man that I was supposed to care about. And I mean, in Douglas's defense, I didn't really care about anybody else either. <laughs> but honestly, like this is I think I liked Cat. I was interested in Cat. Um, yes, I was interested in Cat. I was interested in Frigia, the uh, the Freya, Frigia, the, the the woman, the woman that he meets after. Oh yeah, I just assumed it was Freya. Freya, okay, that's probably right. Um, she, uh, uh, that's the woman that he meets after Connie goes home, and kind of at the, the quote unquote surprise twist at the end is that she becomes his next girlfriend. Um, Barf. I'm sorry if you didn't see that coming from like sixty feet away. I, I mean, seriously, you. like, oh, anyway, um. But honestly, like, I, I was interested in them. I was interested in Connie as a person. I was interested in, in hell, I was interested in, in the random small, like, bit that Charlotte Spencer got as his sister. Like, I was interested in literally everyone else but Douglas. And I, I this is, this is, uh, so one of my issues with us in general um, I know. Okay, so I don't know if our, our our listeners are aware of this, but Us was one of the shows that was sort of panic commissioned last year, or uh, panic bought as a uh, what in what if the pandemic doesn't end by June and we desperately need content next year, and on the one hand, thank God they did that because otherwise there wouldn't be any. On the other hand, I I I feel like this is this is somebody looked at this and said, oh, this is standard masterpiece fare. Let's just. It, it's not interesting. We've done this. We've seen many versions of this. I want different and new. I mean, it's not bad. Don't get me wrong. Masterpiece has a level where it will never be as bad as, you know, I, I don't know, Lego Masters or something. Um, you know, holy moly. I mean, Those seriously. Are very different shows. Very different. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's never going to be that kind of stuff. But it is, like, I, I just felt like this was so, this was sort of a, a, a built-in-the-lab standard-issue masterpiece choice. And there's just so much, it, this would have, I, this would have felt in place for masterpiece in the 80s or the 90s or the aughts like there is something about this that feels very much like this is this is so standard issue that it, it's almost like visual wallpaper like you don't even see it quite um and that really bothered me also it reminded me of the fact that you know i, I have i've said this in other episodes that i feel like there was a sort of a turning point in the middle of the last decade where we where we said you know what Every story doesn't have to be all about white men. We can have other stories. And 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 there there used to be this sort of default that all stories were about white men because white men were in charge and we simply never thought beyond that. And this feels like it's of that world. Uh, of, I think of a you're world giving this a lot of credit that it does not deserve. I think <laughs> the simple answer is that it is boring. I just, but I I guess I'm at, okay. The reason you don't care about the characters is that the characters are boring. Like there's I don't know what they're like other than they're getting divorced like I think this story starts in a really awkward place because I don't care about these people so I don't care if the first scene of them is them getting divorced I don't even know who they are like 
And then it gets all, I don't know. It, the show expects you to just sort of care about the premise because it is the premise of the show, not because the premise is particularly compelling in any way. And yeah, I think the heart of your problem is that the show is boring. Well, it's also that, you know, I I don't mind shows that are failures as long as they're interesting in their failures. And I'm uh, my, my frustration with us is that on so many levels it didn't it, it failed to even be interesting in 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 why it wasn't working. Like there were parts of it that worked. I honestly kind of liked the the heart attack part towards the end. Um, it felt I don't know like of course we were the moment he fell down. I said, oh god, why didn't I see this coming from like minute one? I should have seen this coming from minute one. I'm an idiot. Um. Of course, he had a heart attack at the end of the quote unquote holiday of a lifetime. Um, and from that moment on, I just started rooting for Connie to leave him anyway. Um, but honestly, like, I-, I did think that part was semi well done. And I, I-, I mean, it- predictable, but well done. But the rest of it, like so much of it was just it, it took so long to get there. And-, and this is my other issue with this show. As you noted towards the be- beginning of the episode, this was originally a four episode series that uh, that spanned a month when it um, aired in the UK. And here we're airing it as two two parters, two hours each, um, bang, bang, to sort of close out June once Pledge Week is done or Pledge Month. And I I feel like every time PBS does this because PBS does this a lot. PBS takes shows that were one hour and smashes them together or it takes uh, shows that are that were two hours and divides them up into 45 minute segments. And, you know, we I, I've, I've complained about this before. I feel like this is kind of a detriment to this show. This show would have been better had it been allowed to be four parts, because one of the other things about the way the show is structured is that they're in a different city every episode. So you have the Paris episode. You have the Amsterdam episode. You have the Vienna, the Venice episode. You have the, the, the Barcelona episode. And because it's done like that, you're you could sort of tune it as a travelogue and that is completely lost by the fact that we're smashing them together you sort of don't remember where we are because things are smashed together it 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 really it, it was i feel like it's such a disservice to this show to have presented it in this manner and i feel like if i had been given four parts and i had watched them once a week instead of smashing basically four hours into my brain over like the course of a day and or so like I might have liked this show better or at least been more sympathetic to it um I would also say that by making the episodes so long um that what happens is well you are 100% correct that things start to blend together but you really notice things like they keep having the same arguments over and over, which is a very real life thing. But it feels like, oh, my gosh, I just saw this. There were at least three separate instances where I was like, this has to be over now. Right. <laughs> and I looked at the timer and it was like, you still have 43 minutes. And I was like, that is a long time for more things. How can there be more things? We've done all the things. 
But I, I definitely had I definitely had that at the end, like when they when they oh my go. Gosh, I thought it was just going to end with him in the hospital, and I looked at the timer, and it was like you have thirty eight minutes left. And I was like, right, and and then it's still and then it still kept going. Like they go home, and he says, "Don't leave me," and I'm like, "Oh God, please just leave him." And then suddenly they're 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 in a they're in a they're in a bare apartment. I'm like, "Did she leave?" Oh no, it's his dorm. Oh wait, they're packing. Is it done? No, it's still not done. Oh my God, is it still? No, it's still not done. Like it just can't. Ah. <laughs> Like, it's a little bit like, I know people make fun of Lord of the Rings for this, but I felt I, I had that feeling here of just, Jesus, there's still another scene to go. When is this over? Oh, okay, fine. Oh, yes, he went and found the girlfriend. Okay, now it's over. But yeah, of course it's, oh, and of course it's over right there because this is about, this is about this mediocre white man moving on with his life. I just, uh, maybe I am becoming a middle-aged suburban white lady because i do have some sympathy for like a lot of douglas's positions like yes he's awkward and he could try harder and like people don't really change and we should stop having shows that like convict like just like even try to make the argument that like this man will stop being the man he's been for 25 years like just because he got sick in italy one time but like i and i really do think that this is just a failure of the way the narrative is structured because at times I felt like I was supposed to root for them to stay together. At times I thought I was supposed to root for them to break up. And then I was like, but I don't, I know nothing like about them. <laughs> like, I don't, uh, I don't know. It's so, it's so frustrating to start. And I know starting like in medias race like that is a thing that people love to do, but like, I have no emotional investment in this relationship. And also back to my, I have, I am becoming my mother, I suppose. I thought like, I, I know that there are moments that the show tries to like, and I guess, I guess this goes back to your point of it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> it's I'm making air quotes around the supposed to, but it's like, we're supposed to laugh at, or we're supposed to somehow like not understand Douglas's position that maybe Albie should learn a job that isn't taking pictures with his phone. Like that maybe it's okay to be worried about your kid who just disappears one night into the wilds of Europe and you have no idea where they are. Like there, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I think the show is a little unfair to Douglas in the, in the sort of attempt to make him the butt of a lot of jokes because granted he does not express those points in ways that would make me not want to punch him, but he <laughs> isn't wrong. I I mean, honestly, like I, I, I will say that, 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 that scene actually resonated with me where he's basically trying to tell Albie, you know, what if you're not special? Maybe you should live your life like you're not going to be like, you know, a huge artist um, because that basically. I mean, right. It is hard to be like a success. I was like, how does this like 18 year old kid have a gallery show? Are you kidding me? Right. No. Um. But honestly, like besides that um, fantasy ending, um, I act, my dad actually had that kind of conversation with me when I was Albie's age, um, where he was, I was like, just trying to think about like what my mom would have done if like I just pieced out and was like, "JK, mom, I'm gonna go to Italy now. I'll see you when I see you. Bye." Like literally, Interpol would have been called. Like the idea that this kid just gets to do this is insane to me. Um. Okay. So I, I did. I did sort of do the. But I. Ha- okay. First of all, I had a. I had a best friend when I went to Europe. Um. Both our parents knew where we were. Oh, not some random person you like met in the tube. No, seriously not. Um. And and we were at her aunt's house for part of it, and we were at my and we were at my relatives for part of it. Like we 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 were tracked. <laughs> Even in the nineties, we were tracked. Um. But that's not. That's- 
it's either here or there. Like, like, I too, I too, again, sympathy points to Douglas. I too would have been mad if like this trip that was supposed to be like our last straw with our kid. He's like, here's this like street busker girl I picked up. Like she's hanging with us now. Also, you can hear us doing it in the room next door. My mother would have murdered me. <laughs> Literally killed me. I, I was never so cool as to be able to pull anything like that. Um, I also was waiting. I was also extremely frustrated with the fact that it was very obvious to me from the beginning that Albie was gay and that, that he was basically hiding it and that, that the, the parents didn't seem smart enough to figure it out. I, that was one of the things that I actually really loved for Douglas at the end. Like he figured it out, but it took him the whole show. It took him the whole show. And like for the first for the first two episodes, I was so irritated by this because it was so like how how dumb is Douglas supposed to be? How blind is he I supposed to be? I am Douglas because I didn't catch it either, but that oh. also may have been because I wasn't paying incredible <laughs> Okay, maybe that. Um, to me, it was very obvious. Anyway, um, so I mean, he has like very questionable hair. Um, but honestly, like, I, you, you know how you said that you had this meme pop up when you were watching it. The, 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 the Amsterdam scene where where Connie's like, let's go to the he- yes, let's go have hash. Um, let's do drugs again. Picturing this with me and my Bob, it's just like, I just. Again, jail. There, there was a there. I've been the, in jail. There was a tweet going around the other day that was uh, you know, all the all these adults who were like, "How dare you smoke weed with your kids when they basically smoked cigarettes in restaurants?" Oh <laughs> and yeah, I, and I totally. I mean, of the that. smoking section was on the other side. <laughs> yeah, we sat in the smoking section. <laughs> Um, my dad didn't quit until like the mid nineties. Mine, de- mine depended which parent I was with. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, like I just the thing about us that just it's, I, I, she's just really like she's like the British version of like what movie is this? Is it Mean Girls? I'm a I'm a cool mom. I'm not like those other moms. I'm a cool mom now. Yeah, yeah. I definitely got the sense that she was trying to be a cool mom, but I also got the sense that like that that. You know, she had found sort of dependability and she didn't mind dependability, but she only wanted dependability for so long. And I, I don't I when she when 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 the, the final scene where they're moving out and like they're dividing stuff up and she's like, just because I'm leaving you doesn't mean our marriage failed. I, I was really happy and I would do it all again. I was like, I don't understand why you're leaving. Like, do you're not going to find anything better? Like, there isn't really. Yes. I had so many questions. Like, I just assumed that she's going to get together with that teacher that was on her quiz team. Because that was, like, the only other man she talked to, and the show is very subtle. Well, the Um, show also didn't bother to... They bothered to give Douglas someone to move on to, but not her. And again, this is this 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 again is part of my I I don't understand why I'm watching a show about a mediocre white man. Where well, like back to your previous point again, I don't even think it's that. I think it's that Connie has no discernible POV because she's like, I want to leave. I want to leave. No, I don't. I've come back to Italy or or wherever Spain. Like it's just I don't her entire everything was so all over the place. That there was like five minutes of the show to go, and I was like, "Are they gonna get divorced? I have no idea." I like, was literally going, to, like... "Leave him, leave him, leave him." <laughs> she did actually send me a text that said that, but like, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't, I don't 
maybe that's why I'm like so unsatisfied with the story is that I don't know what I was supposed to want for her. Like everything that they showed us in the flashbacks that they showed us in the modern day story, like her, everything about her is all over the place. So like, did she really want to leave? Did she just want to like buy a new house? Like get a cat? Did she just want to move back to London? Like she just seemed to want like to change something. Yeah. Like, they could have moved to London together. It would have been fine. Like, I didn't... Get I a sh- fern. I don't know. <laughs> like... I, I don't... I, I have to say, like, I really felt very much... I, I have to agree with you that, uh, yeah, she didn't have a discernible POV. She didn't feel like a really realized person. In fact, nobody felt like a really realized person. Right, right. I'm just saying, like, sometimes I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I think I'm going to buy a Peloton today. <laughs> And, like, that's the thought that I have in when I wake up in the morning. I don't actually do that because it's, like, a lot of effort. And I don't know that I even would like a Peloton. It's kind of culty. But, like, these are the these are the things that I think of. Like, you have these random thoughts of, like, how you could improve your life early in the morning. And then you're just like, wait, maybe that was a bad idea. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, get a cat. Do like, I, If you want to change your life, like, maybe start a little smaller than divorce. I- yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think, and I think that's the thing that I'm trying to get at when I say that this is a show about a mediocre white man is that no one else felt realized but Douglas, and everyone felt like they existed to basically like function w- to to basic for Douglas to basically like have realizations, like they were all they they, they weren't people, they were plot <laughs> points, and that includes Cat. And man, I got mad when I realized that. Can I just tell you when she showed up busking by herself, and I realized that he and she were going to have a whole heart to heart in jail and whatnot. And then she was still waiting for him outside the jail cell when he got out the next morning. I was like, what is this? We do not need this. She is a perfectly great character who did not need to exist just for his uh, realization of how he's going to be with Albie. Like, what? Like, women are not here as your uh, to be plot points for you. Well, she's also a plot point for Albie, in fairness. (sighs) Yeah, I know. And yeah, I feel like we need to have moved on from this. On the flip side, on the flip side of that, though, like, I just don't. I think from a bigger picture perspective, maybe this is like also connected to what you're saying, but I feel like the show did not even know what its POV was. Correct. Am I supposed to be? Am I supposed to be rooting for Douglas? Am I supposed to be laughing at Douglas? Because I just think of that scene where they like go to the like trivia night and he's like so militant about getting his points recounted because he knows he's like one trivia and i'm like what is this sequence supposed to be telling me about this character that he's like controlling that he likes math i don't like i don't know how i'm supposed to take that sequence and sort of the building block of this as a building block of this character that i'm sort of putting together in my head because the show doesn't seem to know how it views him either like is that supposed to be funny is it supposed to be sad is it supposed to be like oh girl get rid of that man but like i don't know yeah and i don't think the show does either no um and again like as i said i i if I'd realized earlier that some of this was supposed to be funny, like maybe I would have laughed more and maybe I would have understood it better. I mean, but is it though? Like, is the is the bingo scene supposed to be funny? Uh, I don't. That was not funny. That was not funny. That was cringe and a half. 
That was, that was, oh God, really? I, I, okay, listen, this scene's got to be like two more minutes long. Just, just breathe and it will be over <laughs> in a minute. No, it right? went on for a lot. I had to uh-huh. mute it at one point. Right? Like, because I was like, oh God, he's still talking. He's still talking. Oh God, he's still talking. Yeah, no. And honestly, like, I, I, I absolutely agree with you. This show didn't know what its point of view was. And that is- and maybe that's just like the bigger bucket for all the problems I have with it, that it all just fits into that. It's that like, I don't know what the story was trying. I don't know what sh- story the show was trying to tell me. So it didn't really tell me anything. And, and I know, I know in my brain that not every show can be a winner. I know in my brain that the way we know great shows is to have shows like this that are mediocre. Um, But actually, like, I just want better for Masterpiece. <laughs> I know, but I look at this and I think like, just who, who made this? <laughs> because when you look at any story, there are building blocks to how you tell a story. And when I look at where this show starts, Connie waking up and being like, I think I want to end our marriage and the show ending their marriage at the very end of it. And Douglas has a new girlfriend and Connie's doing whatever Connie's doing. I have no idea one, why it needed four hours to get from point A to point B. But I have no idea how this story, like, what am I trying to say here? I feel like you could have just gotten from point A to point B in like 20 minutes. Like, boom, we're getting divorced. It's over. Done. Like, what? I don't know what the show thinks these characters learned in this journey or what I'm supposed to take away from their journey over the course of this trip from point A to point B. I will say that I did... The worst part is that there were parts of the show that I really liked that were sort of disjointed, and I'm not even sure why I liked them. Like, I liked the last scene where they were packing... Well, it wasn't the last scene. It was what it, what I thought was going to be the last scene <laughs> of them packing also, the house they, they together. Packed in several, they packed in several scenes. Oh, okay, the la- where they're packing they the house. The pa- when they pack the house and like and they and they listen to her the mixtape and like he's very and he's very gentle about like I I'll I'll help you I'll I'll help you drive the van I'll, I I really I liked that I'm not even sure why I like that because that's sort of I don't know it's such an amicable divorce it's like the idealized divorce divorce isn't like that and I freaking know that and um yeah no like that's not really how that goes guys like let's just be real um I I don't care like divorces aren't actually like that ideal ever no. um ever um and I, I liked that scene because i liked the sort of fantasy of it but at the same time like i don't know what that was supposed to be telling me either other than well i guess if you have a heart attack you decide that um fighting someone on on wanting a divorce from you is really pointless <laughs> Like, yeah, I... Was that the lesson? I, Maybe. Uh. I don't know. I, I, you, you know what my fear is? You, when I watch a show like Us, I look at this and I say to myself, please don't let this be what what happens to Masterpiece because Netflix and Apple and and all the people with giant budgets are grabbing the big headliner shows. I, I don't... Mm. I, that's my biggest... When I watch Us, that's my biggest fear. Um, that, 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 that this is what I, that this is, that this is what, that this is, we're going to, I mean, at the same time, we are going to get more of this just in general because so many streamers are, are grabbing British imports right and left because if it has a British accent, it has to be good. Um, which, but I, I, I just, I found this show so 
I, I was so frustrated by the show. I want better for Masterpiece. I, I, I want... I, I, I wish that people would consider, at least if you are going to grab a show like this, if you are going to air a show like this, really consider how it was aired originally and stick to that. Don't do this. Mm. Don't do th- this, this. This really does not help you at all. I don't know. I can't even like articulate why. I have been trying for the past 40 minutes to articulate <laughs> what about it is it that I don't like so much. And I can't even... I can't even like normally I can say this is bad because X and I'm like this is bad because of a lot of little X's because now it just popped into my head when they're at that restaurant and Albie like throws a glass of water on people and then <sighs> Connie yells at Douglas for like being like don't attack strangers in restaurants what yeah. like, uh, like uh yes I agree um, I, I, I definitely feel... Like, what was that supposed to teach me about their relationship? Was that funny? I don't I... know what I'm... I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> I, I just feel like this show missed me so much. And that it could have... It could have caught me much better if it had just made a few changes and it didn't. And I, I, I feel like the, the format definitely didn't help. You know, I was so excited. We haven't talked about like a real PBS show in so long, and right? I'm like, let me just dump on this for forty. <laughs> I'm like, I knew that this was supposed to be a quote unquote comedy drama. Like, I knew that. I've literally, I literally wrote up like I think like the trailer or pictures. Wait, is it called a comedy? drama? It's actually called a comedy drama. Why? And somehow my brain just did not realize that I was supposed to be laughing until like almost all the way through. Yeah. But it's not funny. I I think it's supposed to be. I just, I mean, some of it is just not in a way that I want to laugh at. <sighs> I would argue that, yeah, I think some of those things that we are complaining about. So, a person who really liked this show, I I feel like if if Carmen were here, she would probably tell us, yes, those things are supposed to be funny. You were supposed to be rolling on the floor. Um, no, <laughs> no, Carmen, I need you to tell me i need help i need your help garmin your only help <sighs> too bad i'm gonna that, tell her yeah. not to listen to this episode she's gonna really hate it <laughs> she'll probably kick herself and be like okay well next time ne- next time i'm just gonna have to move my schedule i mean this is a lesson that you should be here because <laughs> you can't be trusted can't leave us alone I think she also is very um, into the other stu- the show. I think it's airing in September. It's called Guilt. Yes, I think she Guilt is the th- really Guilt about is. That, so I-, I have to say, like, I am a little. I, 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 you know, Atlantic Crossing and Us were both like sort of these shows that were picked up in this sort of, you know, a what just in case sort of programming that now is that now is our is 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 the fallback position that we are really in. Um, I, I I'm, I'm. I'm a little sad that they're both failures, but at least Atlantic Crossing was interesting in the ways that it failed. Yeah. And I really hope that the... A, I hope guilt is great. I want guilt to be great. And if it is not, I hope it is at least interesting in its failures because us has pissed me off. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think you're right, though, because like I ended up not liking Atlantic Crossing, but I don't regret watching Atlantic Crossing. Yes, if that agreed. Makes sense because I feel like it was trying to do something new and different. This I did not like, and I regret watching. Yeah, because it wasn't trying to do something new and different. In fact, it was do- doing something old and unnecessary. I don't even think new and different is the bar that I set for this. Coherent. <laughs> I would have liked that. I would have settled for that. 
<laughs> All right. Clearly, this was um, not rated for television. So, <laughs> Annie, tell the people where you live on the internet, and we will try again next week. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that we are interesting in our failure here. Um, I am uh, Annie Bundle at Annie Bundle on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Miss Annie Bundle on Facebook. You can find pictures of my fuzzy wuzzy cats um, who, who are big into baskets this week um, on Instagram. Uh, let's see. I am a staff writer at Lead Daily, as I mentioned earlier. I also write a lot over at television.org. You may have heard of it. Um, and I freelance around the web. So, you know, just uh, basically, if you follow me on Twitter, I retweet all my bylines. And that's the fastest way to know what I've written today. Huzzah. I am Lacey MB on Twitter. That is L-A-C-Y-M-B. I also write here at Televisions and elsewhere around the entertainment web, but I too always tweet my bylines. So be my friend. You can see all of them and disagree with them at your leisure. Uh, if you just want the cat pictures, my kittens who are almost a year old now. Um, no, their birthdays in August are um, at Baker and Hammer on Instagram where they are very cute and very mad at me this week. So that's going great. And if you don't want any of that, the site and the pod are on social media at telly underscore visions on Twitter and television's blog all in word on Facebook. Televisions is a product of WETA. And if you like what we do, you can visit televisions.org to read more of it and click on the donate button up top to help us keep doing all the stuff that we're doing, which is watching things and failing to like them. Uh, <laughs> we are a public media product. So if you click that donate button, you will also help support public media at the same time as you support us. We are heading into the summer of this fast moving year. Um, wear sunscreen, get vaccinated, make sure everybody you know gets vaccinated and uh, let us have a freedom summer this year. That is what I am looking forward to. A lot of, do I made like dinner plans for the first time in forever. I went and had I went brunch. I haven't had brunch yet. I'm very much looking forward to brunch. Greg and I went on like a double date. Like it was really, I bought movie tickets. We, they're a ways away from now. So I got to like hit myself up for that. But like we're all dipping our toes back into real life people, which means that you should get vaccinated and tell all your friends to get vaccinated. Anyway, thank you all for joining us this week as always. And take care of yourselves. Be kind. And we'll see you next week. Bye.